welcome to yet another episode of the Ugandan podcast. I am Rita Kanyamujuni and this is proudly brought to you by the Ministry of ICT and National Guidance. Now for the past three weeks, we have done something different when it came to the Ugandan podcast. We've been highlighting different women in different areas of tech. We've taken a look at women in the ministry itself of ICT and National Guidance. We've taken a look at a content creator what the world has to offer there but also we've taken a look at a woman in fintech now today we're going to be taking a look and having a conversation with a lady who is a tech evangelist first time i'm using that term i got to know it <laughs> as i prepared for this episode isabel odida welcome to the ugandan podcast isabel is a peering manager at g core welcome thank you rita isabel when we talk about an a tech evangelist. I know of someone who's very passionate about tech. Mm -hmm. But as a child, is this the place that you saw yourself coming into? What were your dreams when you came to Korea? Um, so as a child, I think the advantage for me was the fact that I had older siblings who had already ventured into tech. And um, I think I remember my dad getting his first laptop. And um, obviously in school, we had like computer class. And in computer class, we only did DOS, I think. Um, most of you guys remember DOS. The Gen Zs, I'm sure, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you lost them right there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I was fascinated at the fact that the click of something, you know, uh, triggered um, emotion or it triggered something to, you know, um, maybe a page to open, uh, the click of something either meant to copy or to paste kind of thing. Um, and also I had a terrible handwriting. So I, 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 I was so fascinated by the idea that I don't have to like handwrite anything mm -hmm. anymore. No one has to see that handwriting makes exactly. two of us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, um, what we could do with tech, what we could achieve with it, um, fascinated me. I think I was about uh, nine or ten years old. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's when I first figured. Okay, I think this is the path I want to take. While my friends were talking about, I want to be a lawyer. I want <laughs> to be a doctor. You know that the usual. Mm. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, for me, I never had any answer like that. The only other th answer I had besides wanting to be in tech. I was a tall child, mm -hmm. and so I thought it shouldn't go to waste. So I say to uh, my mom then that besides whatever professional, you know, um, whatever professional role I took on, I'd wanted to have added being a model, you know, mm -hmm. as part of whatever I, I chose to do. Yeah. And so she she got me into modeling classes, you know, go do catwalking classes. She got me gigs mm -hmm. where I would like model for like uh, some brands. I think my very first one was Tinga Tinga. I don't know if anyone remember Tinga remember Tinga. Remember it, but we will. Do you guys do? We will not talk. About, we will <laughs> okay. not reveal how old it's we are through this. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but yes. Yeah, so uh, besides that, was one of the things I didn't do. But you know, as as time went on, I um, I stopped growing taller, so I abandoned that plan. And I stuck to tech. And yeah, so here we are. So yeah. you have this idea that my career has to be in tech. Then you go ahead and study. What did you study? Surprisingly, um, I didn't do tech for my A-levels. I, um, I did science courses for my O-levels. I s stuck to it. 
but then I wasn't happy with, with, with my performance at the end of it. So I decided to do um, an arts. arts. But um, I say that will not be a showstopper for me. Mm. When I was done with that, I still went and had a chat with my dad. And I said to him, I still want to do tech. I know I didn't do it for high school, but I still want to do tech. Luckily enough, Makere was taking on, I mean, had started an IT department. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't matter whether you had been in a science course, um, were there courses in, mm, in if high, it, combination? In if you had done a science <laughs> yeah. combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it didn't matter if you had or not. Mm-hmm. And so um, I applied at Makere. I also applied at two other universities. Um, and also the beauty about international universities as well, which is one of the ones I had applied to, they also didn't really care for whether you'd come from a science background or not. Mm. Um, and also to prepare me, I did a couple of, you know, certificates and, 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 and diplomas mm. while we waited for uh, uni to start. So while everybody had their usual vacation, let's go on holiday, mm. let's... Chill. I was... I had already started um, preparing myself for tech. Mm. Um, I got enrolled in classes um, by my um, my siblings and my dad. And when uni started, I was I was full and ready yeah. for it as well. And the advantage of it is when I when um, when I went to uni, I felt like I was ahead of most of the guys in my class because I'd already learned some of the things yeah. that we were learning. Yeah. And you were just shining and excelling at it. Listen, uh, yeah. So I, <clears throat> I actually ended up doing two courses at the same time. How? Um, when Before uni started, I had started doing Aptad, was going to Aptec. Mm. And uh, I had enrolled as a for the software engineering course, which I seemed to be enjoying. Mm. And um, I didn't want to cut it short because uni had started. So I decided like I can do both. I mm-hmm. mean I don't have any other time. School school. Mm. It's, it's three hours for both. It's very doable. Mm. So why not do it? So I did one during the day, one in the evening. And yeah, and then I finished all of them at the same time. Must have been a very hectic three years, but in those two classes that you were going to, yeah. what was the ratio of female to male at that time? In terms of Um so the one the one, uh, the one I did at Aptec, we were about four ladies in the class. I was the youngest. I think the other, um, the other ladies in the class were trying to venture into tech. Mm. I think it's around the same time when people had started saying you need to have some sort of tech background to, like, you know, excel in your career kind of thing. So we were four in our class, and the rest were were, were gentlemen. In my course at the university, I liked that they were quite a number of ladies. It was nice. Yeah. I liked it. So you got uh, yeah. the different worlds. Yes. One, there were few female. Yeah. On the yeah. other side, yeah. there were ladies who were ready to grab exactly. onto it yeah. and go. So I was happy about that. Yeah. But then it ended there when I started working. Mm. Yeah. And that now when you started working, that's... Till today, that's 13 years of experience yeah. in the tech world, having gone through different companies. But I believe that the experiences have almost been similar or they have differed depending on where you have been. But mm-hmm. we're getting into what it's like for a female mm-hmm. when it comes to the tech industry and the tech workplace. Um, so 
I could say I've I've been lucky. I've been blessed. Um, my the very first team I joined when I started working, um, I think there were six or seven gentlemen, and uh, still as the youngest on the team mm-hmm. as well, and I liked that they. They, I don't say, I won't say babied me, but they nurtured me. Mm. They nurtured me. Everybody was willing to help um, in their own capacities, and where anyone where they where they couldn't help, they would look for somebody to come and help. Um, I remember also sitting with um, my manager then when I just joined because. I was joining a team that was going to work on systems that were fully um, Mm -hmm. Uh, Unix-based. Rita. Explain. Unix is an operating system. Okay. Linux or Unix. I've heard of that. I'm sure you've heard of Ubuntu. Yes. Yeah, you've heard of Red Hat. No, but I've now heard of it. Yeah, so so those are different flavors of Linux and Unix. Mm -hmm. So um, because the the servers or the nodes that I was going to be taking care of were all going to be uh, unique, um, on a Unix platform. Mm. So we sat down together. I didn't have that much experience on, on, on Unix. So we sat down. Uh, when I got my laptop, he said, we're going to remove that Windows off your machine. Uh-huh. We're going to scrape it off. I said, okay. So let's install. Uh, so we installed FreeBSD which is one of the hardest and most difficult uh, distributions of Unix, mm-hmm. if you ask anybody. Okay, well, in my opinion, I, I have some friends who like it, but um, and I do not. So we sat down, we used it. Um, he said, you're going to learn how to, to use it. You're going to make yourself comfortable with it. Um, if you want to Google, I'll show you how to Google on the terminal. This is a black screen, mm. guys. No GUI whatsoever. So we did that for a week. Then the following week, um, he then said, now let's install something a little bit simpler. Mm-hmm. But we still installed a server on my laptop. We installed This time we installed Ubuntu. And um, when we installed Ubuntu, he, we did the same thing, got me comfortable with it. Um, the reason was because, you know, when you're troubleshooting, you want to not spend so much time in trying to, like, figure out small, com- I mean, easy commands. Mm. So when I got comfortable with it and he said, now we will build your desktop from scratch. So we built my desktop from scratch mm-hmm. off the server. We customized it. And then because I needed to get access to that entire, you know, all the systems within the organization. Mm. We then installed a virtual machine. I'm sorry, I'm getting too technical. No, please. We get <laughs> as technical as possible. Because <laughs> that's we the whole point. One of the things that people have a hard time yeah. with is that yeah. when you start speaking tech, <laughs> yeah. you lose us. But we also want to learn a okay. thing or two. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we installed a virtual, um, a virtual machine onto that uh, onto my uh, desktop, mm. and that's where we installed our Windows. So every th- for everything I needed to access within the company um, that was on the company servers, I could access using my VirtualBox. Yeah. But most of the time, I would have to use um, uh, my Ubuntu to mm. do everything, to access the servers that I had to work on, to access the different platforms that we had to work on. And I was very appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, most people will get into a workplace because and and they don't get to experience that 
So I was very happy about yeah. it. Um, I actually recently met him and I said to him, thank you for the foundation that, you know, you created for me. Yeah. So, yeah, the entire team was amazing. When I would be sad at work, um, we had a resident DJ who'd play for me my favorite song mm -hmm. to, like, cheer me up. Um, and so, yes, you know how you, you join a new, um, when you join a new team or you join a new company, if you find it, if it's a hard start for you, it could either make you or break, or break you. you. Yeah. And I like that I didn't get to experience that. And, you know, when you're younger as well, uh, the breaking can be really bad. And it's very hard for you to get out of mm. it. So I was very happy. I've been it very fortunate about that. push you to the other side yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm very back. happy I got that experience. All the training I needed as well that sent me off uh, to get all that training I needed as well. So, yeah. I like that you say that you were lucky. Hmm. But it's just how things played out. Yeah. It was just your road and that's yeah, how you were supposed yeah. to go down it. But I know that you have engaged with women yeah. who have had it different for them. Yeah. What are the few things that they tell you? Because why I ask is that you hmm. speak to empowering the young mind. Yeah. And they must have said a thing or two as you empower yeah. those minds. Either yeah. some have sort of brought that mind down, like you said, if yeah. it's not good for you, sometimes it's yeah. bad and it breaks yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was something I witnessed. Um, I was conducting interviews. It was the very first time I was going to ha be someone's supervisor. Someone was going to report to me. And um, I had just been promoted. It was my first promotion ever. Um, and some of the interviewees yeah. um, were ladies. There was a lady on the, on the team. And... Uh, not on the team, sorry, among the interviewees. Mm. Yeah, so um, I was told um, to concentrate more on the guys, especially the guys that are young, not necessarily married, but mostly on the guys. Um, the women, not so much. And if it's a mother, it will be a bit hard because we worked on services that had to be available 24-7. And sometimes you'd get called into work like in the wee hours of the night and they were not so sure if she would be able to do that. And I I remember um, while we conducted the interview, um, I think she could tell that it wasn't work going well for her. Mm. And I think she teared a little while we had, um, while we had the interview. And... Um, it made me sad in a way. Somehow I hoped that she would be the best candidate, but this time I was looking for merit. Mm. Um, and I wanted whoever took the role to get it on merit. Um, unfortunately, she didn't get the role, but I felt so sad that um, I think she she wasn't made that comfortable while we were having the while we were having the interviews and uh, <laughs> and I didn't do much about it then. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I came back and I reflected on it and I thought, okay, maybe I would have been stubborn about it. I would have insisted and said, uh, let's take, let's still take her, uh, Let's, I mean, we are so many, there's so many guys within our section. It would be nice to have a lady as well besides yeah. myself. Let's, um, let's find a way of like getting her ready and, and, and grooming her yeah. and making sure that she, 
she excels as well. Um, so this is me, I think, two years out of, uh, I think, out of uni. Yeah. And I, I didn't know better then. Yeah. But I, when I think about it, I was like, I could have done that. Yeah. But I'm glad I got to make up for it, you mm. know, in the future uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've also seen some uh, some ladies who um, maybe are not considered for promotions uh, as well uh, because maybe um, they think their mother's already... Um, or maybe she's pregnant, she won't that have much time to concentrate on her role in leading and guiding people. And so my take usually is um, having a mother is usually the best thing to have as a as a as 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 your leader, as your manager. Yeah. Because I'm thinking she's going to look at the nurturing part, the emotion. Mm. And she's going to combine it with also, you know, the professional bit as well. Yes. She's going to combine it with the, the technical bit as well. And there's nothing as wonderful as being grown as a person and also grown uh, in, in, in your technicalities as well. Mm. Yeah. So there are pluses if we had more women in the industry. They, if they are were pluses. actually allowed to. <laughs> I don't say, okay, allowed to because... They have yeah. the equal yes. opportunities yes, that a yes. man receives. Yes. But then they're just these little things that have them stopping in places, yeah. which is unfortunate. But Very, yeah. given that we have this particular month has been set aside to say, mm. you know what, when it comes to technology, innovations, yeah. women have a space for it. Yeah. But a woman like you who's making it, I would say, pushing for young minds to get to know about tech, let's go into that discussion now okay. and have a conversation about the tech evangelist that's Isabel, mm -hmm. what do you tell the young mind? Um, How do you empower those minds? So someone was telling, I, I read somewhere yesterday and someone said, let's stop using the word empower. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, a media thing. But anyway, so um, what I usually tell them is find your niche the same way, you know, they usually tell people who are bringing new products into a market, mm. find your niche, um, see if it works for you. And if it does, go for it. It's not always easy, really. Um, so you have to put in the work. You really have to put in the work, especially if it's what you want. Mm. And um, sky is the limit, really. Um you can achieve anything that you want to if you really set your mind to it. Yeah. Um, all you have to do is show up and give it a shot and try. And it won't happen in just uh, it won't happen in a fortnight. You have to keep trying and trying until you find that it work until it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Never give up. It's easy to say never give up, but do you mm. sometimes look back and you'll take a look at the minds that you have been able to empower? Now we're putting it in quotes <laughs> because they're saying it's not a befitting term, but do you find that maybe some along the way just drop out of it? And why do they? Um, I think. I, you remember when we were having a chat about what I like about guys? Yeah. And how daring they are. And. Are we allowed to swear? It's going to be on. Yeah, we can't swear. swear. We can't yeah. swear. Yeah. Okay. But can I use like two letters? Okay. Yeah. You can use two letters. <laughs> okay. Um, and how I like how they can BS you mm. um, into, into getting something. And, um, and somehow 
we as women, sometimes we, we, um, we get timid when it comes to um, making moves on things. And a guy, on the other hand, what I admire, he's daring. Mm. He'll look at a role and he can only accomplish maybe 40% of the role. But he's not going to say, no, I'm not going to do it. I mean, it looks really good. What? Mm. I have he, to get this opportunity. Yeah, he'll call his friends. Call his friends who maybe are doing a similar role or maybe work at the company where he's trying to go. And he will learn about it. Mm. At least for that beginning part, just to get his way in. So he'll BS his way in and then eventually like take it on. Yeah. And like grow and groom himself and get better at it. I think as, as, as women... We need to be more daring. We need to be able to push ourselves even more. Um, and we need to remind ourselves that these guys who are feeling um, are going further mm. ahead of us, we sat in the same classes with them. We sat in class with you. We did the same examinations. For some of them, we actually even did better than you, you know? And... Um, so you need to keep on going. Some of them maybe have not had um, people to push them. They don't have people to look up to. Mm. Um, maybe they've not, um, they don't have maybe mentors or they've not been in an environment where um, it's okay for them to keep trying and not give up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you are a lady who's daring. I know from <laughs> from the <laughs> as you encouraging the ladies mm -hmm. when we take a look at the things you have done the things that you have started as the founder of the Uganda Network of Operators Group mm -hmm. the summit yeah that wasn't something that you just got up and did in a in a moment no no no, no. take us through the process of how it came to be and what inspired you okay so um UGNOC, Uganda yeah. Network Operators Group um is a diversion from the African Network Operators Group. The African Network Operators Group, um, I have been a trainer for. Uh, I'd been a trainer for for a while. I'd also um, joined, I'd also been a part of as a participant. And I had seen what I had achieved through it. I had most of my growth started when I in the Uganda, uh, sorry, the African Network Operators Group. Mm -hmm. um, I'd learned so much. I'd met with um, special people within tech that I used to admire, mm -hmm. you know, um, people that I'd love to have been associated with, um, people who'd written um, code for, um, for applications that I was now using. They were all there. Mm. And... Um, and I was learning from them. These were people within the industry. And these are people who are actually practicing what it is that I had wanted to be learning. And it's not someone who'd, who, you, who'd, who you would get as a teacher, but yet he's not practiced. You know, you have, we have some schools where, you know, the teacher mm. has not even practiced a single thing. There's that no he's experience that Nothing he's talking whatsoever. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was learning from people within the industry and I was very happy about it. Mm. And then I was also invited to be one of the, the trainers as well for Yojinog. Mm. And I was very thrilled 
about it mm. and I thought it was quite fascinating. You're meeting all these young uh, techies um, from across Africa and you're working with uh, technical experts from across the world mm. um, to pass on knowledge, to skill these people. And, um, you know, would attend these meetings and then you come back home and you're thinking there's some people who are at home who would have also loved to go yeah. and who would have loved to like learn as well and benefit as much as I did. Mm. Um, so we need to start the Uganda Network Operators Group. Yeah. If we can also bring some of those people and, and have them attend uh, here and also impart the knowledge uh, as well and have these people grow, um, it would be nice. So... I was attending a conference, um, I think, at that, towards the end of 2019. And I met um, one of my friends now. And I was telling him, listen, I'm trying to, I want to set up the Uganda Network Operators Group. And he says, easy, no problem. When you get home, uh, ping me mm -hmm. and I'll help you get it started. Whatever you need, yeah. I got you. And so uh, I get home and um, January... Mm -hmm. I give him a call and I say, does your offer still stand? He says, of course. So he says, okay, so you're going to need this, you're going to need this, you're going to need this. I said, okay, is that all I need? He says, yes. Then you're also going to need a team to work with. And then you need to set a debt right now. I said, what do you mean set a debt? They said, yeah, you need to set a debt and put it on. We have, um, there's this calendar mm -hmm. that um, we go to for um, all the tech events happening globally. Mm. He said, you need to go and set a debt on that calendar. When you set the debt there, then you know it's official. Yeah. It's going to happen. So you, whatever it takes, you have to make sure that it works mm. out. So then I called two other friends of mine um, that had worked on NOGS in their countries uh, one worked in the South African, uh, Southern Africa uh, NOG, and then the other worked on the Kenyan NOG. We had a chat, and mm. they said, we'll help you. Okay. These are ladies, by the way. Just mm -hmm. an FYI, these are ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Good on the women. Good on the women. <laughs> yeah, so um, so we sat down, we planned. Mm. Um, we planned to have it uh, physical, and so we also looked at who we would want to have as our sponsors. We reached out to guys within the community. What I really like about this specific community, and I'm talking about the internet community, mm. um, there's a way um, we look at the, everybody looks at each other as, almost as family. Yeah. Let's look out for each other. Let's help each other. It doesn't matter whether we are competitors or not. Mm. Let's look out for each other. So... Um, I call, called a couple of them and I said, listen, I'm looking for sponsorship for you, Ginog. I said, yeah, how much do you want? I said, we got you. Mm -hmm. what, sub, what support do you need? Do you, need, do you have this? Do you have that? I'm like, um, this I have, this I don't have. Okay, we'll sort, we'll sort you out on yeah. that. And, and so we, we, we planned, we looked at what we wanted to achieve um, for that Ginog. Mm -hmm. we, wanted, we looked at what message we wanted to put out as well, the audience that we wanted to target. Yeah. And uh, and and so we started planning our first our first UGNOG. and I even said for me success would be if we had fifty people turn up. How many turned up? We had uh, over a hundred people show up. Wow! So yeah. you dared to dream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, because of the pandemic, it had we ended up having it virtual. Mm. And the thing about having a virtual 
event is you're not so sure if people are going to come and it was at a point where guys were now tired of mm. having anything virtual so that's why i said you know if we get 50 people it's enough it's enough for me yeah. that will be success for me but how has it evolved over the years now uh, some that said that would only have 50 if only there are 50 <laughs> what is it looking like now so now um so last year we had our very first physical event but we also wanted to have a uh, a workshop where we get to um where we get to a skilling workshop as well which was one of the main reasons why we started Yujunog in the first place mm. to be able to skill the young minds within tech to be able to em- empower them yeah. okay. to be the able to, yeah. empower them. <laughs> <laughs> to build them yeah. and 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 so we 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 had a uh, a technical workshop um fully hands on we got experts within the industry still we insisted on having experts within the industry um impa- i mean doing the skilling then we also had a, a annual conference still and part of and and still part of that uh, the conference we also had a skilling um we had a skilling day mm. as well um and i liked that um all the engineers that attended were very um excited about what we were what what was there because and some of them were saying this is not stuff that you easily find on the internet this is not stuff that you will easily find uh at the workplace mm. and and i like that that this is what we are getting from you can we have more of these yeah. um how do we how do we make this more of a forum and and and, and not only wait for when we have these technical workshops mm. or when we have um the, the the conferences so we created a forum uh for them mm. uh, we have a mailing list we also have a telegram group take yeah. his live telegram mm. so we have a telegram group where guys get to share stuff someone's having issues um at work and trying to resolve resolve something um someone will probably give them a solution mm. uh, to it um i installed blah, blah 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 and i'm having trouble with it um does anybody know i could fix it you know someone on the group is 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 going to come in and yeah. and and help sort them out if there are opportunities within the within the industry um they also put on the forum mm. as well so keep it keep a discussion going within the community so I'm, so i'm i'm happy with the way things are going so far yeah yeah as i listen i'm hearing that there's a huge need for skilling yeah. right yeah. and is this that's something that people should go ahead to is it go back to school and learn are these some of things that you learn on the job when it comes to tech what is it like and where do they find these opportunities when it comes how do they approach yujinog so they don't have to go back to school you don't have to go back to school to do this um all you need are find is to find people within the industry to help you um improve on whatever it is that you want to there's so many people who are willing mm. um to do it even the guys that that we get to come and do the skilling they do this voluntarily um they're not paid we don't pay them yujinog is not a business yeah um so they people are always willing to help people are looking to um skill the next best engineer mm. um because it's very fulfilling to say you know what i did that um 
this guy is excelling. I did that. So the people out there that are always willing to help with that, even in the workplace, all you have to do is ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I just want to get a bit personal with you here. You mm -hmm. mentioned earlier that, you know, when you attended the Africa NOG, yeah. you found the people that you wanted to, like, meet, mm -hmm. you looked up to. Mm -hmm. Are there some, like, three ladies, dead or alive, that if you had the chance, yeah. you'd just like to have a few minutes with them and have some dinner? Okay. Yeah. So, um, these late these are uh, these are none of these people are technical people. Mm -hmm. For some really? reason, <laughs> none of them. <laughs> okay. So all, these people, so all these people that I was telling you about, none of them was a lady, unfortunately. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm happy that now we're getting more ladies that are um, that are, are now joining the trainers at Afnog. I'm happy that now it's getting more diverse. Mm -hmm. There's less men now. Um, but among the people that I look up to, I would like, and I would like to sit and have uh, dinner with, if I could have dinner with myself, I would be one of them. All right. Top of the list. Uh huh. I would, because <laughs> I'd like to say I'm very happy mm -hmm. with, um, how far I've come. I need to, um, say I'm proud of myself more often. Yeah. Because you know how they say um, it's always good and important that we are our own inspiration. Mm. It always starts from within ourselves. Um, we always have this person within ourselves that pushes us to like, you know, um, let's say dream bigger, mm. um, be more daring, um, show up for the podcast yeah. Um, <laughs> dream. <laughs> dream. Yeah. Dare to dream. Yeah. So if I were to choose myself, I'd be one of them. Okay. However, um, my th three, I. I think we should just go with that as you are. <laughs> you are. Now you have two to work with. Like, let's just say you'd like to have dinner with you and tell yourself you're proud of what you've achieved. Uh, yeah. So, um, Alicia Montano, mm -hmm. she's an athlete, mm -hmm. she's an Olympian. She's done the 800 meter race uh, for uh, for the USA. She has won six championships. Alicia runs with a flower in her head, in her hair, mm. um, and she started running with that flower in her hair to because she used to compete with guys a lot. And she wore that flower in her hair to remind them that, hey, while this might seem like your thing, let mm -hmm. me remind you that I'm a girl. And I'm doing and it. And I'm doing better than you. Yeah. I'm doing it and I'm doing it better than you. Mm -hmm. Just to remind you. So she In case you forget, <laughs> I am a woman. Yes, in case you forget. Yeah. Yes. Um, what I loved and what I picked from that was... Um, you don't have to move from your identity in order to fit in. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, the tech world is normally seen as the men's world. Yeah, but things are changing. Exactly, yeah. mm -hmm. and so you even find some ladies dressed up like dudes. Yeah, because oh yeah, I'm among the dudes, so I dress up like the dudes. Mm. Like I have to fit in and just exactly. I'm blending. Yeah, blending. But actually. why do you have to? Yeah. So um, I liked that. Uh, I liked what I, I read from it, and 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 it's also partly because of that. I said wearing heels more often. Mm. Please, um, 
excuse that I'm wearing trainers today. today? <laughs> but yes, um, I like that about her. We're competing with guys and I'm doing better than you mm. some, most of the time. And let me remind you that I'm a lady. Yeah. One other thing I also loved about her is two of her races she did while pregnant. Okay. One while eight months pregnant, mm -hmm. the other while five months pregnant. She obviously didn't really win the race, mm -hmm. but, but she, she was a part of the race. Yeah. Yes. And to me, that showed sky is the limit. Mm -hmm. You are your biggest cheerleader. You are your biggest... Um, you're the only you're the only person that would create a barrier for yourself. Yeah. It's all in your mind. Yes, what you exactly. Your mind, yeah. yeah. My second um is the late Ruth Bader uh -huh. Ginsburg. She was uh, a member of the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Still in the US, unfortunately. Okay. That's where you went. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so she was the first female on to to sit um i mean first female member of the supreme court mm. normally nine members and she was um she pushed so much for gender equality and advocated for women's rights mm. and because during her time she died in 2020 september 18 um, during her time starting her career, um, just she it was a time when women were not really allowed in the workplace. The specific mm. jobs that, that they couldn't, couldn't do, do. Um, women were not allowed to either be lawyers or be in tech. Mm. Um, those were seen as roles for men. And even after she had graduated at law school, she found it very hard to get a job because she was a woman mm. and also, also because she was a mother as well. So um, what I loved so much about her is throughout her career, she did not stop pushing for gender equality. Mm. And one other thing I also really liked about her is she did not only push for gender equality, she looked at fairness. She looked at fairness for both women and men. Yeah. She um, she um, she looked at, at at situations where, you know, when a, when a man's wife dies, and sorry, yeah, a when a woman's husband, husband dies, yeah. she's given support, but when the man's wife passes, yeah, he doesn't get any support. Exactly, and she said, "Why should that be the case?" They she were both. It's a partner at the end of the day. Of exactly. lost a partner. So I like that she looked at fairness. Mm. I like that she was fair. You know, most times when you find women. Um, that are advocating for women, they usually they usually say that they um, they hate men, um, and some people even mistake what a feminist is. Yeah. Um, and so I I appreciate that about her, and also I liked that she showed what it's like to make use of emotion as a leader, mm. how to tackle emotion which also made me feel comfortable with my small secret that I use mm. um, as my key in being a good leader. One which of my is? secrets, which is love. Mm -hmm. 
So you lead with love. <laughs> so um, it sounds a bit... Um, some people find it a bit off. But How? I I don't know. Like when you start talking about like, saying mm-hmm. love, like really? <laughs> so um, I always thought it's always good to love. Mm. Love what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, love your team. And... Um, when you choose to love your team as a leader, your team will do anything for mm. you. Anything. Think about it. Uh, think of home. If your husband loves you so much, you're going to make sure his meal is ready mm. at all times. Um, you're happy as you do this. Exactly. Things because of the yeah, love that has exactly. Been given to you. Yeah. Exactly. And um, even the very difficult people within your team mm. love those ones even more because they'll cringe a little bit and you're like, oh my God, this person is, is doing all these things for me and loving me so much. Why am I being like this? Mm. And also when you choose to love what you do as well, it pushes you to want to see things improve, yeah. wanting to do better, wanting to be better, uh, wanting to see others grow. Mm. So yes, so that has always been my key, yeah. my um, secret. Okay. Uh, to, I mean, when it comes to leadership. Mm. Yeah. And that brings me to the question about what power looks like for you in the tech industry. Uh-huh. So um, when you choose to say, I want to be powerful, yeah, especially in tech, um, you need to remind yourself that tech is evolving. There's something new coming up every day. Um, there's new technologies every day. There's new trends every day. People are figuring out how to do things differently every day. So you have to keep up with the trends mm. if you want to stay number one, um, if you want to be um, the most powerful, if you want to keep at the top, you need to make sure that you keep up with the trends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's as simple as it can possibly get. If there's yeah. someone who's waking up every day and thinking, if I'm going to do something in tech, I want yeah. to be powerful, Keep up with the trends. Yeah. That's requiring you to do a lot of reading yeah. and a lot of learning and unlearning, relearning yes. and learning. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the point you've started giving us advice, but <laughs> let's just, I would like you to give um, a listener or a viewer of the podcast who is like, that's a space I want to be in. That's a career move that I want to make. What kind of advice would you give them if they wanted to join the tech industry? Mm-hmm. To the woman and the man, the boy or girl. Okay. Um, tech is fun. These days we're seen as the cool kids. In yeah. the past we weren't. <laughs> At first you were what? Geeks or the what? By the way, it has changed over it time. Has. Yeah. Yes. It has. In the past, even making friends was hard. But now... Um, now we're seen as the cool kids, but that should not be my. That should not be why why you should join. Um, it's more to just the cool <laughs> kids that you see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. So, tech is evolving. Mm. Uh, there is everything for everyone within tech. Tech is huge as mm. well. Yeah, um, and also everything is now moving digital as well mm. so find what you're passionate about see how tech can play a role in it and see if it works for you as well yeah yeah um and 
show up. I can't say. Mm. All you have to do is show up. Show up. Let the opportunity meet you. Yes. Yeah. Show up. Um, ask for help. Mm. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, there's lots of people out there that are, are willing to help. Um, and for the women, be daring. Let's be daring. Mm. Yeah. Let's be more daring. Okay. Yeah. For the guys, keep at it. Yeah. Keep up at it. Keep doing what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're doing a good job. <laughs> Ladies, let's dare. Keep bearing, dare. Yeah. yeah. Um, now we're getting into the interesting part of the podcast. It has yeah. a bit of pressure to it. And we like to know a few things about you. Yeah. So it's three questions. Mm-hmm. First thing that comes to your mind once I ask you the question. Let's go, right? <sighs> okay. First question. What is the one thing you're scared of the most in nature? Ah. Uh. Could be an animal. <laughs> no, for me, well, in net, not necessarily nature, because I really love nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's nothing that scares me when it comes to nature. But I'm afraid of heights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what are some things you wouldn't do because of that fear? Um, I wouldn't look down a staircase. So you know when you go up the building, mm-hmm. the fire escape? Yeah. When, when you you're at the top and you when you're at the down. top and then you look down yeah, through yeah. all the flights. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a bit scary. I tried to hike a mountain, mm-hmm. but that was like the hardest experience I've ever been through. Did you get to the top? No, I didn't. I got a panic attack at some point, uh, and I said I wanted to come back down. And you just left the team and just came back down. I came back down. I was like, no, it's not worth it. Okay. But because uh, <laughs> <So, laughs> I go, we got to a cliff, mm-hmm. and ah. there was a makeshift ladder, and you have to. You have to, you had to find your way of um, you had to cross mm. that makeshift ladder and was like slanting like this. You're like, what if we Look down and I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Okay, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Even I would say that, but then I'd be thinking, what about that team? We should stay at all. But <laughs> I hear you. Find their way. Yeah. <laughs> um, with nature, since you're a lover of nature, what's yeah. that one place in Uganda that you love and you'd want to go, or you have gone multiple times? Mm. Uh... I liked, I've been to many. Mm-hmm. Multiple times? Murchison Falls. Okay. I love Murchison Falls. Okay. Why? I like, I like the roar of the, of the falls. Mm. Um, I like how there's a beauty with it. You know, when you, when you, when you pay much attention, especially if it's a sunny day mm. and, um, the falls, the, the falls. falls. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes it forms a rainbow. I've seen it a number of times. Is it the rainbow that you see? It's so beautiful. <laughs> exactly. It's so calming. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, nature did this. Yeah. This is nature. It's, it's quiet. The air is nice. Mm. You're looking at, at the, at the falls and how strong mm. they sound. If you pay close attention. Like if you're quiet. Like exactly. Sometimes you go as a group, yeah. but if you have a and chance to go there. And everybody's loud, but you want to be by yourself and like fully like indulge yeah. yourself with the nature. Yeah. Oh, you That's are really place. a nature's person. <laughs> so if you want to know what she's talking about, <laughs> take time, invest in some domestic tourism. Please yes. save up your money yes. and go. It's something you can all achieve. Yeah. Even if you have a low budget, it's yeah. possible. And the last question. Mm-hmm. You travel. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. What's that one thing you always carry from Uganda on your travels? (laughs) 
Try and see. I always, you know that um, the that hat that women like to wear, the one the that bonnet? looks very unattractive. Yes. Is it the bonnet? Yes. That's what I always carry with yeah. me from 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 Uganda. Do you ever yeah. miss anything about Uganda on your travels? Yes. What the borders? Okay. <laughs> that's a that's, that's such a fast. I've not had anyone say that. Sometimes they're like, oh, thank God we don't have that here. No, I'll tell you why. Yeah. So um, I work from home. Mm. And I spend most of my time at home as well. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm an Indosi person. Mm. So I like it when everything comes to, you. to me. Yeah. Right. Uh, from my nails guy to oh. even the masseuse. Mm. Uh, I need shopping to be done. Um, I have an errand. Mm. These are all things that can be done by a Buddha guy. Yeah. Um, you want to dash to the supermarket real quick to pick up something. The Buddha guy will do that for you. You don't mm. have to go yourself. Um, you want to um, move from one place to another like real quick without, um, without any, ish- any issue. Your border guy mm. is got it for you as well, especially if you don't want to drive. Like if I was coming to town um, on a very busy day, I would prefer to take a border. Mm. I wouldn't drive. I'd leave my car at home. So I usually miss borders. You know when you're sitting in the hotel and you're like, I have man, to go. I have to do this. I would have sent a border to do this yeah. for me. Man, uh, I need to go and pick up this. Oh my goodness, I would have sent a border. That's when I, mm. yeah. I, so I really miss borders when I'm away from home. Okay, when, yeah. when, when you put it that way, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. When you sense. come back and then yeah. you look at that and then you get onto the streets. Or till you drive. You. Yes. Till you're the one who's driving, you're like, yes. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So borders are what I miss the most when I'm not at home. Hmm. Mm. To you that's listening and watching. <laughs> Uh-huh. If it were you, if I asked you what you miss about Uganda, would border borders be top on your list? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Isabel, that yeah. brings us to the end of the Ugandan podcast. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so thank you for, for this me. particular episode, not for the entire podcast. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Being too. a part of it, for encouraging women to dare to dream. That is one thing that I'm taking with me. But there's so many other things that you have mentioned. Yeah. And I know for the person who has listened or watched, it should be something you should be sharing with other people. So share, subscribe if you have not yet subscribed. And also that notification bell is there for a reason. So you know what to do. Yeah. From us to you, we're saying till the next episode, keep it Ugandan. Thank you so much. Richard. You're welcome. Thank you, Isabel. It's done. Cheers. 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 Cheers.